Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Welcome Berenger and Vicky from BV Property. Thank you. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you ladies here today. It has been so exciting getting ready for this podcast. I can, can't tell you. Yeah, we're super excited as well. I know, to it's go great on the, to be here. On the great, great topic for the podcast, but the why, I think it's a great, great topic. So super excited. Thank you very much. Yes, it's a, it's funny when you think of a, a new podcast, and this is one of the early interviews that I'm having, how the response has been a little bit overwhelming in terms of how it's been received. And people are so positive about it. And I didn't quite realize how much of an impact it was going to make. And it's only early days. So yes, let's share what you have to say with the audience. So tell me what it is, BV that you do yeah Yeah, so we've so bb property so we're providing a home for the next stage of your life so that's our mission we're providing co-living accommodation for uh, different aspects of the market so one is the high-end kind of unique um very design and stylish home for professionals and so people like working in doctors or banks, uh, this kind of of market. Um, But we also have the other end, uh, which is providing homes for uh, charity and um, And social housing. Yeah, Yeah, so making sure that we've got quality, safe, clean accommodation for for people that can't afford it, as well as people that can afford it from the professional market. So that's what we do. Yeah. And what led you to have that balance in approach? For two different markets so I think well, yeah it's a good question we we kind of have uh, I guess be your, your passion for design yeah so I, I, like, I like stylish homes um but also I think um that was us before the professionals who could afford a nice place to live but couldn't find something as nice as they could afford so it was either far too expensive or good good price but not feeling good inside so that was the driver i'm like look if um i'm taking myself how do i want what do i want to find that's what i want to find with this budget do it because a lot of people were in the same situation so that was the driver for the professional side of it yeah and i think for social housing it's always been a passion of of uh, of mine to go into social housing specifically around we're working also with uh, women's refugees um, providing accommodation for people escaping, uh, women and children escaping domestic violence. So this is a cause very close to my heart. Um, so that's really, again, why we wanted to do social housing. So it kind of worked out pretty well in terms yeah. of that we service kind of two ends of a, of a market, uh, which have both have huge demands. So, um, and we yeah. get to do what we love, yeah. No, it's and, where, good. and where it is that you, it, where is it that you're actually investing? Where are you, have you got these properties? So primarily we invest in Birmingham. Um, so that's where I'm from uh, originally. So that's kind of, it was kind of a natural choice, but we also are a little bit further up north uh, in Barnsley area as well. Mm-hmm. Great. Yes, yeah, so the houses there. So that's why 
Barnsley is a bit a bit different. Mm. So that's what you do now. But what were you doing before, or what is it that you're currently doing alongside the property business? Yeah, so I guess before property, uh, we both were in a corporate environment. Um, so corporate or oil and gas industry environment as well. Um, so I'm still working for that that company as well. But Berger and I met uh, in yeah. the office um, at work. Yeah. We both work for the same company. We met in Paris in the office. So I'm a geologist of the background. Um, and they, that led me to um, to this uh, company. But now I, after that, I had a sabbatical. But now I'm back to university where I'm studying winemaking. Uh, so that's very exciting too, but very different, uh, different liquid color from, from black to red. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so we're running a, we're running BV property uh, alongside these uh, full-time studies and my full-time job as well. Amazing. So geology will have an impact on the winemaking, I'm sure. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, and the soil and stuff. It's just it's just all around the same nature, you know. I'm, it's it's not. Um, I mean, it's kind of normal. I'm I'm towards geology because I'm very passionate about nature, trying to understand how things forms, um, and I love different landscape. And that's one of our drivers is to travel to discover the world. So for me, it's just why I leave really. So I just just really love it. But yeah, it goes uh, had a very strong link to. To the wine as well which is great so tell me about the oil and gas how did you get into that industry so again for me i'm a geologist so i i wasn't aware actually at the beginning that i could i could end up into the oil and gas uh, what i wanted to do was more um, ocean geology so marine geology uh, but the um, the marketplace was very small so not a lot of job there and then i wanted to do um geothermal uh, science because I think it's great energy resources but again uh, for um, you know making really electricity and stuff it was really low demanding job uh, and then I had this company next to my university and there was just a great opportunity when they just ended into the oil and gas by accident really um, but I'm very grateful for the company because it brought me my best friend my partner uh, you know and a lot of uh, development so it was really really good. Yeah, so similar for me, really, just after university, I studied earth science and uh, like IT information systems. Uh, and the job that I ended up in oil and gas was kind of perfect for those two, yeah. two, two kind of aspects, um, it's like geological software and, and things like that. Um, yeah, and then wasn't really planning on ending up in that industry, but ended up there and it's given us a lot of opportunities in our lives. So extremely grateful. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how things work out, isn't it? It really is. So you both, you both met in Paris and you were working together. What happened after that? Yeah, so I think this is where a lot of things changed. Yeah. I think where BB Property ultimately was was born um, was when, um, so that time I was I was living and working in Paris. Uh, Berenger was, was working there also. Oh, no, at that time I was back in Montpellier yeah. because of job. So that was part of the contract that I was spending two years in Paris and then back to Montpellier. So we were living apart uh, again. Mm. Yeah, so it was kind of this remote distance relationship, whereas Berger was in the south of France, I was up in Paris. It was a lot of traveling every weekend to see each other. And then ultimately, um, I was moved back to the, I was planned, or my company was planned to move me back to the UK. Mm -hmm. So at that point, we had quite a big choice to make because um, even though Berger worked for the same company, they couldn't have, they couldn't find her a job in the UK. 
So it was a question of, okay, am I going to move back alone? Yeah. I kind of have to move back because that's where my job is taking me. Um, so it was a big... Um, yeah, I, I guess we had to ask ourselves very key and important question in still an early relationship. So we had to make decisions very, very early on. on okay, is that okay if I take a sabbatical? Are you going to help me, you know, support my living? Um, all of these very important and deep questions that we had to have very, very early. Yeah, so I think when, when these key decisions come, you, you're either change happens in two ways you're either moving away from pain or you're moving towards pleasure yeah and I think in our case we were very much moving away from pain because it was a very painful situation we just wanted to be together and we felt that we couldn't and we felt like we didn't really have a choice as to you know where we were going to live or if we could or could not be together so that was really the point where we we're like we cannot continue uh down this road there must be a better yeah. way um to be able to to be together really yeah um and obviously the driving force behind a job is to get money so we started to look into okay how can we make money how can we make money in different ways um and that's really when yeah certain opportunities opened up and did someone was there a catalyst or was there a sort of a pivotal moment yeah I think for me it was a colleague actually at work um a good colleague who recommended a book to me called Rich Dad Poor Dad um, I'd never heard of it. it. It's a famous book. <laughs> Most people kind of know it. But at that time I was thinking, okay, I have no idea what that book is. She goes, yeah, it's about, you know, um, being kind of mentored by by Rich Dad about business and property. I was thinking, oh, I've been, I've been thinking about property for a while. Um, so I ordered the book. I consumed the book within about two days. And I thought, this is it. We're starting a property business. And the rest is history, yeah. really. That was, that was quite funny, actually, because Vicky was um, sold to the AD straight away. Um, but at that time, she was in Paris and I was still in Montpellier. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what are we doing? What does that mean? And I just got really scared. And she had to kind of drag me along the way for quite a while before I stopped resisting because uh, I'm pretty resistant <laughs> to things sometimes. Um, but I think that was a great, great thing just opened up yeah massively a lot of opportunities so yeah so you sort of almost walked away from stability and security towards uncertainty but knowing that there was a bigger picture here yeah, yeah I think massively the main driver really for us was was love yeah really. completely yeah um because we wanted to be together and it was <laughs> it's almost uh, when you're when you're forced to be apart you kind of realize how much you really do want to be together and not being allowed or able to be together. It almost was just It was just not right. I think yeah. uh, for us, it was just not right. Some people would be okay with that and that's fine. But for us together, um, we had a distant relationship for three years already in France, being in different cities. And we just, okay, we tried different things and we're like, okay, we're not doing this again from two different countries. Like we're not 21 anymore. Uh, we're a bit more older, <laughs> uh, so we just we're just like now we we love each other. We know it's good, so we need to make it work differently, so we can actually enjoy yeah. life together and start something together. And seeing you together now, obviously, it did work. Yeah, yeah thankfully. <laughs> yeah, it was a good uh, it was a good move, wasn't it? Even in the lockdown, we're still happy to see each other we every are. day. <laughs> <laughs> So taking control of, of your own decisions, how did that feel? 
I think it was good. I think mm. it was the first time in my life that I took control of, of my future almost. It was almost before, you know, when you're in a good stable job, you, you just roll, you know, you just roll with it. Uh, you get your pay rises when you get them. And, you know, it's very comfortable, very comfortable existence. And I think for me, it was the first time I really pushed myself to say, right, what other possibilities are out there? And it was really this book that opened my mind because before I was not, I was not a reader. Yeah. I was one of these people, uh, I, you know, I don't read, I, I don't read books. Um, and that was really the first book I'd read in a long time. And yeah, it just completely changed my whole mindset around personal development, opening up opportunities, not limiting yeah. myself to what I think I can do. Um, yeah, it's a huge I think it's, it's just seeing what, what all the possibilities exist, like seeing what can we do because you know, most of us, we are in this job and we can't really see what else exists or we just think it's just for the others and it's not for me. Well, actually, uh, all of those people just, I mean, they're not lucky. They made it happen because they made a choice to take control back on their decision in life. So, you know, that that's how we, yeah. we see it really. And for you, it's a huge choice to leave a stable job and go back yeah. to studies, change careers moved to yeah. a different country yeah for me that was pretty big but uh I kind of well, liked there it. was no plan b though was there there wasn't really. there wasn't <laughs> yeah that that was maybe the yeah it's in one sense it's scary because you don't have a plan b but in another in another way that what made it work because you don't have the choice now that we're here um, you know, a lot of people that we love and love us um, said, okay, don't do that. It's it's crazy. Don't leave your job. It's safe. It's secure. Um, so it's kind of a way to show that it works um, as well. I guess a bit of ego here, but it's the truth, you know. Yeah. Um, so once we're in this direction, we just have to make it work. So with that determination and armed with more personal development, what happened next? so I guess um yeah BV was kind of born when we got back to the UK so we we both moved back to the UK mm. B signed up to her master degree um after a year in the UK yeah after yeah. one year so viticulture and onology to become a winemaker mm-hmm. um and we started growing the business so at first it was it was very hard I mean it's still it's still it's, really hard it's a hard things to do um yeah I think at the beginning because you're full of kind of uh ambition yeah and it's all new and exciting it's like when you're in love with a with someone you know the first six months is all like exactly so that's kind of the same with the business you're like yeah, yeah yeah but after that you get hit and you're like okay yeah it's actually harder than what it sounds like it is yeah so I think it was it was we were, we were making progress but we were kind of chasing our tails a little bit but ultimately we we got um coaching which really changed uh, the game for us yeah um because a lot of information we had we had education that was information based which is good because you know you need knowledge to be able to acquire new skills um but that knowledge is is kind of it's, it's available it's everywhere it's, it's not enough you can kind of get it for free and it and that's one aspect of it but you can know a lot of things but you don't do them uh, and to get results, you need to do things. I like think at the end of the day. Sorry, but yeah, a, a good analogy to this is um, riding a bike. You can read a book on how to ride a bike, but that's not because you take the bike that you can actually ride it. 
And I think the coaching was this to us was like actually do get on the bike and go down the hill (laughs) and we'll be here to help you support you. And we had, you know, uh, the real life tribe as well to support us. Um, And ultimately that's what got us our results. That's what really grew our business. That's what really proved to ourselves as well that we can do it, proved to our team, the investors that we're working with that, you know, this is and will become a hugely successful business. Um, but without the coaching, I don't think we would have believed no. in ourselves enough to be able to do it. So what if, what if you hadn't have taken those steps to to take that leap, especially UB, in terms of, of moving country, moving, turning down your job and, and starting from afresh again? Yeah, it's, it's quite a hard one. I think um, just not living the life fulfilled as we wanted to, which, you know, at the end of the day, why we're doing this is because of uh, we're seeking traveling, adventure, experiencing um, different things with different culture in different countries. And this is, um, I think, led by the, the human needs uh, from um, from Tony Robbins. So maybe, Vicky, you, you kind of get yeah. us making short and explaining them. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's, yeah, so I think that's really our, our, our true driver as well as kind of being together is to be, have our lives fulfilled. So Tony Robbins, if you don't know him, please check him out. He's an incredible motivational coach yeah. and speaker. Um, he talks about the six human needs. Um, so these are basically the, the kind of fundamentals of what humans need to live a fulfilled, yeah. uh, fulfilled life. So the six of them, so the first one is growth. So it's about the need for con, for kind of constant emotional, intellectual, Slurring. spiritual development and learning. It's learning new things, yeah. Um, the need for certainty. So a lot of us have the need for safety, security, you know, predictability, control, consistency is very important. Um, uncertainty or variety. So this is the need for challenges, excitement, a bit of difference, some chaos, adventure, uh, things like that. Then there's also significance, so it's the need to feel important, uh, feel special. Um, you know, we all have this inside as well. Um, the fifth one is connection or love, so it's the need to kind of feel connected and loved by other humans. And then the last one is contribution, so it's the need to really give beyond ourselves uh, and almost work to a kind of a higher purpose and serve others. Yeah. So, so these are really the six needs to really kind of drive fulfillment and what we really are looking for is to live our lives where we're doing things that hit all of these uh human needs yes to, to answer your question um for me not doing what we did um uh, my human needs are uncertainty and growth so actually uh, leaving the job and moving to the uk was 100 percent aligned with what i needed so it was hard and scary but i like it when it's hard and scary Mm -hmm. and I don't know what was you know going to be next so for me that was you know good actually I really enjoyed doing that um and then in terms of uh, growth I'm doing I've done a lot of different things like I'm from the oil and gas to the winemaking to net property investment and we'll do other different things and yeah, traveling, adventure, experiencing different things really fulfill all of that for me. Um, it's growing by, you know, knowing different culture, uh, knowing what other people are doing, different places, how to adapt. But on the other hand, it's completely uncertain because we don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And a good example to that really is um, I've just subscribed to um, 
a challenge that I will do in October. It's a, it's a rally in the desert on a quad bike uh, just for women. So that's absolutely amazing. It's all charity as well. Uh, so that's called the Trophée Rose de Sable. So it's a Morocco. And this will, will really, be, you know, that's fulfilling my adventure uh, side of it, the traveling and all of that. So it's really good. And Vicky did a great challenge last year Yeah, as well. I think on the theme of adventure and challenges, I think we're very, even though our human needs are very different. So, so my primary human needs or the drivers for me is connection and contribution. So I like connecting with people. I like to achieve things also in teams and I love to contribute. I like it when it, it goes towards a higher purpose and helps and serve others. That's really my, my drivers. But even though our human needs are different, our kind of common why yeah. together is really similar. It's, you know, we like travel, adventure experiences. Um, I, for example, I did um, a trek uh, on the Great Wall of China at the end of last year. So it was like a 10-day trek. It was raising money for refuge, which is, again, for women and children against domestic violence, a cause which I, I'm passionate to support. Um, and that really hit all my human needs, mm. like 10 out of 10 on every single one, because it, it, it just fulfills you. And I think that's really the purpose of, of, of living, really, is to do mm. things that just light you up and it doesn't feel like you, you want to do it. It doesn't feel like work or a chore. It's just something it's just that... amazing. Yeah. And I think this is... We're aligned into how we want to live our lives. Yeah, we're very lucky in that. It's like, even though we have different human needs, how we want to fulfill them is by doing the same thing. And I think we're so lucky to mm. have this together. And maybe that's why, you know, the decision... To, to that we made to move away from our job and from my job and from you know moving away from France and all of that that's how it worked because in the background deep down we we didn't know at that time but now we know that you know we want the same thing so, yeah. it's incredible yeah and, and hearing what you're saying and how aligned you are even though you've still got your your differences and, and those differences probably come into all aspects maybe the business as well so you, yeah. you do different have different roles and responsibilities yeah, yeah. completely exactly because I'm more because B's uncertain I'm kind of more on the certainty side so I'm more this kind of stability B oh likes to create chaos <laughs> and adventure and I do like it too, but I'm more, okay, that sounds great. Let's definitely do that. However, let's make sure that we're all stable and we can survive first. Mm. <laughs> um, so it's good. It's kind of, it's, uh, it's, it, I think it's very complimentary. Yeah. And I think we're kind of aligned as well on, on empowering people. Yeah. Like that's really our passion is to, is to show people also from our actions and, and what we're doing and just make people believe in themselves because that, that's the main difference that we've got in this personal development journey is we really believe we can achieve anything. Um, and we believe that anyone can achieve anything um, depending on the choice people make or I make, um, what direction I'm doing, you know, anything is possible. Uh, we need to believe in it and take the action towards it because it won't come just from, you know. Yeah. Did you have from- people say that it wasn't possible at some point? Yeah, we did. We came so, up yeah, against yeah. some challenges in terms of, I guess people are very, just generally people are quite risk averse. Um, so, you know, it's, you know, what if the, the, the market crashes or, you know, what if you move there and it doesn't work out mm. or what if, what, just lots of what ifs and, you know, just well, creates anxiety really. It does, it yeah. It doesn't happen anyway. And I think we've just come, come to a space now where we can just control what we can control. We can only make, you know, we can't control everything. So we, you know, what is within our power 
let's control that. You know, let's make sure that we are not leveraged too high on the properties. Let's make sure that we've got a fund available um, to reimburse certain loans and stuff like this if, if required. Let's make sure that we're in a high demand of area. So that's kind of on the business side. Yeah. It's, it's everything we do, even though it can look very amazing, you know, and uncertain or chaos sometimes. But in the background, uh, I mean, because we're doing property investment and we're using um, investors' money, that's for us, that's a priority. And we need to be 100% certain that those people, we get their money back. And this is key to us. And that's the business is built firstly on this and then anything else come on top. Um, but the what if people say it, I think it made us, made me realize that, you know, people are saying this, it, it comes from a place of love at first, even though that's not how I took it at the beginning. But this again is personal development, understanding what other people think and the way they deliver the message might be completely different to what they actually think and that was got big a big um big step yeah. forward that was so generally yeah it, it does come from a place of love that mm. it's just people's concern that you know they want to protect us um and yeah i mean other people it's you know it's it's mainly it's all really been supportive yeah and you know it, it's it's normal that people can can say things and you know i'm glad they we the relationship is open enough for them to be able to say it. But at the end of the day, I'm living my life. And, um, you know, I got a quite tragic things that happened last year. Um, I lost my cousin. She was just below 30 on a, on a mountain climbing accident. And I was like, whoa, okay. She did amazing stuff, but I don't want this to happen. Anything can happen. You can't predict, you know, life can be short. So, I'm doing things because I need to do things that I love every day. And yeah, we, that, that's my goal. I mean, I think this really hit me at the time. Big realization on why I live for and why we want to do this together. Yeah. And just that life is, is short. We all, um, you know, we think, don't know. Think we're going to live till we're 80, 90 years old, but you know, nothing is certain in that respect. So why not go after your dreams and follow your passions now? Um, why wait? A good example is today we're all in lockdown <laughs> and we didn't see this coming. So, you know. You've just got to be in a place where you can adjust. You, you can adjust to yeah. what's happening and you just have the confidence in yourself and in your business or whatever it is that you're doing that you will find a way. You, you will do whatever it takes to find a way to, to make it work. Mm. And I think it's that that's, that's grown in us over the last three years is just our confidence in ourselves to know that whatever challenge arises, we can we'll manage find a solution. it. We'll find a way, we'll work through it, and we know that everything will, will work out for the best in yeah. the end. It's also, I think, um, taking opportunities. Like When there's an opportunity is to, to not being scared of not doing it. If we think of something, it means that it's there and just, okay, let's give it a go. Mm. And Vicky, you mentioned earlier that you, you weren't a reader. Is that still the case? No, that's not the case, thankfully. I'm... I can't get enough at the moment. I read a lot of physical books, but I also listen to a lot of audio books as well. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a massive pile upstairs that I still got to get through. So, so no, what's it, the switch for you in, in learning and in, in growing? I think it was, I think it was just seeing things from a different perspective. 
I think that was the key. When when I first read Rich Dad Poor Dad, I was thinking, oh my God, look at the possibilities that's there. And I always think of if somebody's already done it, why can't I do it? Because I think the key is not to be revolutionary and have a unique idea and you're kind of paving the way. You know, property investment, there's tons of people that are are doing it. A lot of people have done it very successfully. So why not just follow what they've done and, you know, make put your own spin and spark on it? And that's kind of around, you know, the branding part of it. But, you know, just follow the path that's there. So I think for me, reading all these books and doing personal development is really just opening, has opened me up to just different ways of looking at things. And mm. the way that I was thought before is now completely different. I was just thinking, you know, there's, there's, there's so, much, so much possibilities. Could this be done in a different way? Um, communicating with people is so important. Um, yeah, it's just, it's completely changed my life, I would say. Well, mm. there you go. So books can change lives. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I mean, just just uh, hearing the, the, the simple act of somebody in your office giving you the book and the journey yeah. that has then manifested since is incredible. I hope you said thank you. I, I have. We've got, yeah. We've, we've got, got a special something planned. something planned for her. She's not aware of it. But uh, we since we've started BB, we're like, okay, yeah. when we hit that, We'll uh, we'll go we'll back to her special, with something yeah. special. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, no spoilers then. Keep it <laughs> no, no, not yet. <laughs> well, how do people get in contact with you guys? Because I'm sure people will want to reach out and connect with you on social media and follow your journey. Yeah. So thank you for for that opportunity. Um, so it's pretty easy. It's B V B E E V E E property. Uh, that's on Instagram, on Facebook, and on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Well, I'll put these in the show notes anyway, just in case people haven't got a pen to hand when you're saying that. But I just want to say, ladies, it's been an absolute privilege meeting you guys. I've met you through the Property Sisters. We've got an incredible group of women who are really working towards their own goals, but collectively together, we're achieving something very, very powerful, which is supporting one another in everything that we do. And it's it's been an incredible introduction to everybody. I, I really sort of cherish being involved with you, everyone. Yeah, that's yeah. an amazing group. I really got uh, a great energy from it, and yeah. I think the key is the same. Yeah. It's very very good connection. Um, I'm usually not, you know, just women or anything, but I think this group is just sharing a lot of experience, more open as well, different perspective, this different way of seeing this, and we just love it. Yeah, it's just, just a lot of really inspirational good. women doing amazing things. Yeah. So it's just great to be part of it. Yeah. It's a full-time job managing the WhatsApp group, though. <laughs> I know. I know. It is. It's a bit overwhelming sometimes. <laughs> great content when I say managing the whatsapp group what I mean is just keeping in in um following the feed seeing who yeah. said what and then yeah. working that back saying how hold on how did that start and 100 messages <laughs> where do I start brilliant so again thank you so much ladies for coming on I just want you to ask or, or leave the guests um by asking you one question which is what would you recommend to people out there who weren't sure to follow their dreams and and weren't sure that what action they were going to take was the right action what would you say um I think for me is um if you feel the fear and do it anyway yeah yeah I think it's just 
I think you can achieve anything if you really put your mind to it. Uh, and as I mentioned, it's like just follow follow the path that others have set, that others have done. Um, and really, if your why is strong enough, you will you can achieve anything that anything that you want. Um, and just listen to your inner body and inner self. Yeah, you know inside what what you want, and you just need to believe in yourself have a super strong why as to why you're doing it and you can really achieve anything. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star iTunes review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook and become a member of the inspiring, uplifting and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.